0: Okay, one. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Ready or Not podcast, where we talk about the things you might be ready to hear or not. Where I'm your host, Ruthie Chapella,
1: <laughs> and I'm Noelia.
0: Welcome to the Silent Room. Today on our episode, we have Josip, who is guesting. You want to say hello?
2: My name
0: is Yosef. <laughs> 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 this is Yosef's first time recording. Where, yeah. <laughs> um, truth be told, it's like our third or fourth. But yeah, you know. <laughs> so Still episode is. five, We're our mental, about health. mental health, yes, and our mental health journeys. Very interesting. So, yeah. Uh, just be aware that this ep- we do talk quite openly about mental health, and if mm-hmm. you know th- anything that you might feel uncomfortable with, just so you know, a little bit of a disclaimer. Yeah. Um, but. We aim to open tough conversations, and exactly. this is a tough one, a as the people sitting in this room will tell you. <laughs> yeah. um, so right into it, I like. I feel like this is an AA meeting. Like I should be like, Hi, I'm Ruthie. I have depression, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fluoxetine. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, what, that's what makes us similar.
1: All of us in this room.
0: We're medicated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> icons but that's no I think that's a good starting point like medication because I only got a medication around this time last year yeah yeah and so I'm 17 I have been the way that I am I guess my entire existence I really don't remember not thinking the way that I think yeah. and I only got medicated last year and let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you it changed my life yeah. I said this so many times but I didn't know that people took showers like they were just like I should take a shower to get clean and they just did it uh-huh. <laughs> like, for me it used to be like ugh I have to t- take another shower like mm-hmm. you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I think I don't know what are you guys' opinions on being on medication and getting there
2: I started my medication journey only like few months ago
0: mm-hmm.
2: in august um and that was like when i was officially diagnostic diagnosed this diagnosed, diagnosed. diagnosed, yeah. diagnosed <laughs> for the first time mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and honestly I'd like at the beginning it was terrible mm. first mm-hmm. four weeks were hell
3: yeah it was really yeah. bad
2: all the Side effects, all mm-hmm. the thoughts, all the drama—it mm-hmm. was really, really bad. Yeah. But afterwards, I felt like a flower. <laughs> <laughs> my, my life was so flowering. There were flowers everywhere. Yeah,
0: I remember one day, like he was wearing his, his like favorite bright shorts and like his cute little T-shirt, and I was like, "How are you doing?" And he's like, "They're working. Everything's <laughs> amazing." <laughs> yeah. But no, but it's how it feels, honestly. Yeah. Like at least for me, because yeah. like he's right. The side effects in the beginning, I had like for me, nausea. I didn't have any. You didn't. Really? What? Are Except
1: for like little, like little,
0: (laughs) like less appetite. Oh, yeah. What what medication are you taking?
1: Um, Escitalopram. Mm,
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, cause I I side effects. I was nauseous. I was having trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. I like they say like my psychologist when I was getting on medication. She said to me like you know you should just know that getting on medication can make people kill themselves. Yeah, because like yeah. you go from having no yeah <laughs> you go from having like, no energy yeah you go from having <laughs> just no energy to do anything, and just not caring if you live to finally having a little bit of energy, yeah. but still the thought yeah, 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 and
1: you're yeah, yeah. like yeah.
0: You know, what if I just, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, I mean, you're,
1: um, yeah. I mean, I started, I don't even know. I started in May this year. So it's been a while. Um, I wouldn't say that it's been like a hundred percent effective. Like there are good times and bad times, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like it comes and goes in waves. Um, especially when you're not consistent with the (laughs) medication. Um, but I would say It's a definite Improvement Like In quality of life you Yeah know? Cause like <laughs> Depression yeah. isn't fun
0: It's Honestly Like I think about The way that I used to Like live Day to day And it makes me so sad Like yeah. how much time I lost Just yeah. like to that feeling <laughs> yeah. you know because like you could sit in like at least for me i would sit in my bed and i think like scroll through my phone mindlessly because i just mm-hmm. don't want to think and i resurface and it's dark outside
3: mm-hmm.
0: and i'm like mm-hmm. oh what like you know yeah. like yeah. you don't even care you're just like time like runs by and it's for me it was that I'm sorry, with the, sorry. No, yeah. you go first no, go ahead. <laughs> okay you can <laughs> tell then it's a me. room full of
1: mentally <laughs> open people. <laughs> For me, it was those depression maps, you know? They Mm. just took away so much time. Oh my god, depression maps. Like, I would go to sleep at like 3 in the afternoon and wake up at like (laughs) 9. That's so much time lost. Anyway, you were saying?
2: Yeah, like, I felt my whole summer went like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. Like,
2: I didn't go out, I didn't want to talk to people, I didn't do anything, I couldn't do my schoolwork, I wasn't productive. I was just trying to just distract myself and my mind by, I don't know, like, being on my phone. Yeah. Or, or sleeping. Yeah. And, like, whenever my, my ex- escape place was, was sleep, so I would mm-hmm. force myself to sleep as much as possible.
1: Yeah. Because mm. the thing with sleep is, that you're not awake. You're not awake yeah, to feel mindless. those shitty feelings. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And it's, like...
0: As well, like like what you said, like even being on medication, like you mm-hmm. still have the bumps, you know. It's yeah. not like a fix yeah. all. You don't take your pill and you're What happy I like all of to
1: sudden. say is that gr- you too, growth, not growth, healing isn't a linear process. Yes,
0: yeah, exactly, and yeah. it's like you lose that time. And like I think that being on medication, if anything, even when I hit those bumps, when I come out of it, I look back and I'm like.
1: What is going
0: on? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you poor thing. Like, yeah. I will also say that being on medication made me so much nicer to myself,
1: so much more compassionate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was
0: so much. I'm so like, because before, you know, like I used to get in a depressive episode and be like, why are you like this? Why can't you just get out there? Like, you know, like wh- there's so much self-loathing. Like it's mm-hmm. a cycle. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I get on my medication, and yeah, I hit a bump, and yeah, I spend like a day in bed, and I'm still feeling like crap. But I get out of it, and I look back, and I'm like, you were struggling
3: that's okay (laughs) exactly that's all right like
1: oh my god like i've had anxiety for a lot longer than i've had depression and the way i look at my younger self and i just want to give her a hug you know Mm. like it's so like with hindsight you're so compassionate for yourself you know yeah yeah at least if you're lucky enough with to have
0: hindsight yeah yeah and like I, yes, all three of us are medicated, but medication isn't necessarily the only way mm-hmm. to yeah. deal with mental illness. 100%. Um And also, there shouldn't be a stigma around it. Like, when I was first, like, about yeah. to get on medication, the amount of times people told me their horror stories. Like, yeah, yeah I had mm-hmm. people telling me how it made them throw up, it made them depressed, like, it messed up their period. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, I don't know if I want this, you know. Yeah. But, like, it's an option, and it's a good one. And, like, it's definitely something to look into.
1: I mean, like when I was starting medication me and my mom like we talked about it and like a concern of hers and I do share it is that I don't want to be reliant on the medication for the rest of my life you know Mm -hmm. like I want to be able to sustain myself like with my routines that I do for myself to make myself feel better you know like I do things to push myself out of my comfort zone you know and I don't need the medication to do that for me Mm
0: yeah yeah Yeah, I think it's a hand-in-hand process, Mm -hmm. at least, like, that's the way I, like, think of it, like, it's, you take, you take your medication, and it helps, because, you know, your brain chemicals are imbalanced, Yeah. and then with time, and being on medication, you kind of just work at being Mm -hmm. nicer to yourself, and being kinder, and, like, I don't say it's my goal to get off medication, like, if, if what I need for the rest of my life is to be on medication, then that's what I need to do for my body and for my brain, but I'd like to be able to get to a point where one day I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm doing well, for me with me i'm yes mm-hmm. i hate hard thoughts but i
2: like i know how to deal with them
1: yeah
2: yeah personally i look at medication as something natural mm. and something that like because i personally take sele- selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor
0: mm-hmm. that's a mouthful and... <laughs> i know <laughs> i don't know how you remember that i yeah. i was looking the walks and i was like flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: it took me like two weeks to read Eschatyla Brown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely yeah
2: I don't know like when I was diagnosed I really did a lot of research and I wanted to, to know what is happening to me
1: mm-hmm.
2: and like why I need to take those medication what are those medication mm-hmm. so I researched and I learned a lot about it myself on my own but also with my therapist
3: mm-hmm.
2: and since, since then I look at medication like before I started taking it I decided that I'm going to look at it as something natural that my body is supposed to produce, and usually bodies produce that. Yeah, yes. But yeah. for one or another reason, my body doesn't function that way. Yeah. And it doesn't produce enough of that
3: serotonin, serotonin yeah.
2: um, re- reuptake inhibitor.
3: Yeah.
2: And I, I I don't know, like I just started taking pills as something very normal. Although mm-hmm. in the society yeah. where I came from, it's looked at like, oh, yes. you're taking medication. Yeah. Oh, you're crazy. Wow. That's something so important to talk <laughs> yeah. about. The
1: way that like mental health is so stigmatized Mm -hmm. and like even if you talk about like being on medication or like you know like there are people that have reacted negatively to like me saying that
0: yeah like i i'm tanzanian as you know by now um but the culture here is like if you are Mm -hmm. depressed you are sad go work you know, yeah. go out mm-hmm. there work. You're sad because you you're no, not busy. You have no, yeah. you have no to be reason, sad. especially like when yeah. you're young as well. What do you have to be depressed about? Yeah, exactly. Why are yeah. you so upset? Like you know, like
2: that's something like, I also heard. Yeah. Up. yeah. When
0: I was, I was like I said, I remember being like this my whole life, and so like when I was. I had to have been younger than 10 because I hadn't moved back to Tanzania yet. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering why I was so, like, sad, why I hated myself so much. And so I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I think I'm depressed. And he was like, you're not depressed. You just need to, like, get out there and do things that you enjoy more. And I was like, makes sense, (laughs) you know, because I was 10. And then I kind of got older, and I was like,
2: that isn't working.
0: (laughs) Why isn't this working? But, like, also, like, kind of touching on, like, the stigma and, like, how you said, like, getting online. This is a resource that I put in the resource bank and that they were asking me about but I was like, I'll explain it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we put I don't I put I don't mind in the resource bank, which is uh it's a organization an online platform we lead really, that Its main purpose is to destigmatize mental health and needing help for mental health or being mentally ill. And so it aims to open conversations about what it's like to be mentally ill, the real ups and downs, like what it's really, really like. And not even just like depression, anxiety, eating disorder, BPD, bipolar disorder, like just like the whole spectrum. And it Mm -hmm. talks about like, it's just such a great place to see like people who are just like openly saying, I'm mentally ill, there's not Mm -hmm. a single problem with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And also in the resource bank is, uh, mental health screening tests online, which are essentially tests that you take that show if you're exhibiting signs or symptoms of multiple mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. And um, I put the screening test that I linked down below has um, Portuguese and Spanish versions available. So uh, they are multilingual, and I think you can get them translated, but I'm not completely sure. Um, but they're not a diagnosis, obviously, but yeah. it does help you get a picture of yeah, where you're at yeah. and what you're dealing with, and it helps you deeper understand yourself mm-hmm. and like you know for me that was a huge part of destigmatizing the fact that i was mentally ill mm-hmm. because i like i heard about i don't mind from chris wood <laughs> who's mm-hmm. an actor mm-hmm. um he was on vampire diaries and supergirl and he's a specimen of a man like really <laughs> so like attractive. good for you chris wood. <laughs> like wow <laughs> yeah. but i was following him and he talked about it and i was like what is this you know and the mm-hmm. more i looked into it the more it was kind of like i found this community of people who not only understood what I was going through and weren't going to judge me for it, mm-hmm. but would it, uh, were willing to help me understand it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you think about it for so long, and, like, especially, like, I think, in my case, like, I spent so long just being like, you're not depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're fine. People yeah. get sad sometimes. Denial is crazy. Denial is.
2: <laughs> and it's real. It's real. so <laughs> real. It's so, <It's>
0: so <laughs> real. For
2: the first few years, when I realized that I'm not okay, and yeah. I don't feel like, okay... I was literally forcing myself to do stuff because I didn't want to admit that I'm not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like going to um tr- like tr- traditional community for yeah. like dances and songs. I was part of the choir. I did like recitation in my school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to host as many events as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was playing instruments. I played volleyball mm-hmm. like literally every single day when I'm not in school, I would be busy with uh, extracurriculars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, just so I, like, give myself, oh, but I'm doing so many stuff. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's also, like, yeah.
1: a form of distraction also.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're, when you're, like, stressed about a million different things, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have the time to, to sit around and, like, you know, and you don't give yourself that time. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Even though, like, yeah. sometimes you just need that. Like, you just need Genuinely. to spend some time in your bed. Yes. Don't talk to anybody. Yes. Don't even open the curtains. Yeah. You know, but, like, also I think as well cuz I, I completely relate. Oh my god. I was doing so many things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was so tired. But like that was it. Like I kind of liked that even when I was really exhausted because I was depressed, even when I didn't want to do anything because I was depressed, I could tell myself that it was cuz I was doing so much, you mm-hmm. know? Like yeah. I could be like, you know, like I'm feeling so down, but it's fine. It's only cuz you had a busy week. Uh-huh. You know? Like it, there's uh-huh. nothing really wrong with you. And yeah. I think that like for a while, I was so scared of mm-hmm. being depressed yeah i was so scared because of, being, of that stigma yeah yeah because like it was like just never talked about until somebody killed themselves yeah you know like it, that was you didn't hear about depression yeah. unless somebody killed themselves and then it's mm-hmm. all about how they struggled and and then you're like well damn is this just my future like am i just yeah. gonna struggle until i'm yeah. 26 until i'm finally done
1: yeah
0: but it's yeah and it brings up an important point about self-diagnosis because what mm-hmm. you got because i know that there's a whole like online debate about it Mm -hmm. like you know how dangerous it could be or how helpful it could be but like what are you guys' thoughts on self-diagnosis?
1: I feel like if you know yourself and are honest with yourself um, it can be like a useful tool because like I knew I had anxiety long before I was diagnosed and I knew I had depression long before I was diagnosed and I think partly like the denial is what stopped me from like getting help as like sooner than I should have but also you know mm, there's like a thin line between like so self-diagnosing cuz like there are people that will you know I don't want to like say fake mental illness mm-hmm. but I have experienced that before mm-hmm. where people will not dramatize you know but I'm... Mean, yeah. Dermatized you know? is kind of it. Yeah. Well, I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, they'd really milk it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I I personally think that, like, people often misuse the word, like, mm. being depressed, having yes. depression. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I personally, before I realized that I'm depressed and that I'm anxious that I have those diagnoses,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I didn't really understand how these people feel.
0: Yeah until mm-hmm. I
2: felt it myself.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even
2: I probably misused uh, yeah. those words mm-hmm. in my early mm-hmm. teenage years, but now I really understand and I see it, and it kind of bothers me, I have to say, yeah. because when I see a person, oh, I got a bad score in this state. I'm so depressed, like,
0: yeah. I want
2: to kill myself, mm-hmm. I think I need a mental health day off, like, mentally from school. I'm like, oh,
1: I mean, that's uh, fair, if, you need, yeah, if like, you need some We're not time. invalidating sure. the feelings, yeah. They're, yeah.
2: they're fine, but I think,
0: you're right like be mindful with your language exactly like Like, and i get like right now especially in this day and age the whole oh yeah i'm gonna kill myself yeah same when like and like to a certain extent i don't mind that Mm -hmm. but like it's when you start saying yeah oh i'm so depressed like it's so awful and like all of a sudden in my mind i'm playing back the days that i lost Yeah, you know Mm -hmm. the days that i spent in bed the days i didn't shower the days i couldn't even look in the mirror (laughs) you know so it's be mindful of the kind of language that you're using as well Mm like i think for me as well like I have been around people who made jokes about sitting their wrists mm-hmm. or made jokes about cutting and like that prefacing so this. So triggering yeah, prefacing this. I'm a cutter or I used to be a cutter. Um, <laughs> I'm not still a cutter. I'm doing much better now. Um, but that was like the way that I, I always used to say, like I wrote it down once that it was a pain that I could control.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything else was coming at me. Everything else. Yeah. Like I just hated myself. Yeah. But this one thing that I could do was something that I can control mm-hmm. and honest to God. I I truly believe that I was addicted because it would get to the point that I would if I didn't cut I would physically feel that need like I would need a razor blade if I couldn't get there I'd like pick up this ones I already had on my wrist you know and so hearing people be like oh yeah I'm going to just slice my wrists or like oh yeah I'm like so done like it it's
1: so triggering yeah yeah
0: I think about it and like obviously I think like I'm a I like to believe I'm a compassionate person um and it's of course there's a part of you that when you hear it sometimes you're like is this person okay? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah like, I, yeah. like, I hope they're not going through what I went through, you know? I hope they're yeah. not just also in that headspace and this is how, the only way they really know how to reach out or communicate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, like, it's so important to be mindful of that kind of thing. Yeah. Because, you know, like...
1: It, like, it borders being insensitive, you know? Because, yeah. like, there are people that genuinely cannot get out of bed. People who cannot take showers for weeks, even. And... True. In a way, it's, like, almost poking fun at it, I feel like. Yeah. Or it's not, like, taking the issue as seriously as it
0: should be. Especially the people who make the jokes, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah, I'm going to slit my wrists. Mm-hmm. And then turn around and laugh at people with depression. Exactly. Yeah. You know? like exactly. Can you get that serious? That is so <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you, like, seriously, like, <laughs> reflect? <laughs> that's so dumb. Like,
1: yeah. But I also think that that's part, like, of the problem of people not being well-educated on mental health,
0: you know? Yeah. And that's why it's so important to talk about it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, talk about the fact that these things are, they bother people, you know? These things are a bit of a problem, you know? Be a little bit mindful about the things you say, the jokes you make. And,
3: like,
0: obviously everybody copes in different ways. Like, I say all the time, if I don't laugh about it, I'll cry about it. (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs) Like, I make the most unhinged (coughs) comments sometimes. And, like cope the way that you need to cope but Mm -hmm. always make sure that the way that you are coping isn't hurting or damaging other people
1: but that's the tricky thing with like mental illnesses because you don't see that it's affecting people Mm. you know like masking is like (laughs) the way that people don't know (laughs) you know yeah because like on the surface you look like everything's fine you're put together who's going to know that your room looks like a mess, you haven't cleaned it in the past, like, six weeks? (laughs) Yeah. You know? Um.
2: And I think, like, the um, ignorance of society Mm. is kind of, like, reason why people... um, Should self diagnose in some cases. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. personally, like Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. environment Mm -hmm. and my my family, my parents, they weren't educated in this area. Yeah. And when I was feeling those things, I had to research it myself. I had to diagnose myself. Mm -hmm. Of course, I went to see the doctors and professionals to confirm that and to to check what is happening and what is my diagnosis. But definitely, I think like uh, self interrogation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, but I completely agree with that. I think yeah. that nobody, like, really knows you the way that you know you. Mm-hmm. And that, like, as well, it's sometimes just so hard to talk about, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think as long as, like, resources are out there for people to stay well-informed... And also having, like, is, an impo-
1: like, a good community. Yeah. Self-diagnosis like, is
0: such an important part because I think yeah. that a large part of the reason why I'm so comfortable, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say comfortable because depression isn't fun, but I'm so okay with talking about it and Mm -hmm. being open about it is Mm -hmm. just because I had to come to terms with it myself. Mm -hmm. I was kind of the first person who found out. And so I had to I was it was me, I was just figuring myself out. I was like Being nice to myself. I was learning all these new things about myself. Mm -hmm. And I was able to get comfortable with it Mm -hmm. without, like, you know, freaking out. And, like, Mm -hmm. also coming back to what you said about, like, you never knowing. Like, I said it today to you, I think. I was like, I might be in, like, a functional depressive episode. Mm -hmm. Because I'm still getting up. I'm still getting dressed. I, You know, Mm -hmm. I put earrings on. I put rings on. I go to school. (laughs) Like, you know. But I'm exhausted. I wish I was in bed 90% of the day. Mm -hmm. My room is a mess. (laughs) I haven't done laundry in ages. (laughs) Like, and I didn't even, like... When I started this, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't even know that you could be a functioning depressed person. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> there was, like, this single definition Let of depression. Let me tell depression. you something crazy, yeah? Yeah.
1: Probably half of the world's population is functionally depressed. Yeah. Because look at the world right now.
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, but that also begs the question of, like, situational depression. Ooh, you know? Because yeah. I was told by, like... Okay, so the... I was pretty, like I said, I've always known I was like this, but I had told, I think I reached out to a teacher uh, at one of the schools I've been at before here, and um, he said to me, like, you know, I don't think you have clinical depression, I think it's situational, and I, like, at the time, I was like, okay, you know, like, that's, it it makes sense, I guess, but, like, I got here, and I was diagnosed with clinical depression, and, like, I didn't really, like, understand what situational depression was, Mm -hmm. and how it's really... Because at the time, I thought, like, oh, it's situational. Like, I thought it invalidated my depression. But looking into it, it's so much more than that. You know, like, it's, like, the case of, like, when you put a person in an awful environment and awful things are happening to them Mm -hmm. and they don't have support systems or just, Mm -hmm. you know, things are just really, really crappy, Mm -hmm. they're going to feel depressed. They're going to feel really, really down. But it doesn't make that feeling any less valid than clinical. I think, and mm-hmm. I was so scared, at, like the fact that yeah, it's situational, and that means I'm no longer a quote-unquote valid member of the you know of that kind of community. Mm-hmm. But that's it's not the case. I think every mm-hmm. everything that you can feel that makes you feel as intensely as mental illnesses can.
1: Yeah, it's all valid. Yeah, and like invalidating someone's experience isn't gonna do anything for you or for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Is it similar to seasonal depression?
0: I don't know. When I looked at situational depression... I would think it's 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 the same
1: concept, yeah. Yeah,
0: like, situational depression is, like, the example that's most commonly used is prisoners. Um, Yeah, Uh because they're living in a place where they have no exercise, same people, you know, like, they're not being treated very nicely, they're not seeing their friends or family. So a lot of the time they get depressed because that's just the the environment or it's the situation that they're in. Um, From my understanding, though I don't know much about it, seasonal depression is more like... uh, I only know, like, the joke description, which is just, like, you know, the hours of sunlight get shorter and so do the hours of my happiness, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So so I really... so brilliant. (laughs) Yes. I think that, like, mentally ill people are some of the funniest people in the world. Genuinely. (laughs) I think our comedy is unmatched. (laughs) Like, it's so good. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, and again, like, every kind is is valid, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. do what needs to be done and, like, That's what I brought it up when you talked about, like, the world that we're in. Because, yeah wow. Wow.
1: It is really easy to get so upset just, like, looking at all the things that are going on. But then also, I feel like it's really important for us to, like, know the things that make us feel better. And to, like, segue into that. (laughs) uh, What have you guys done other than medication to, like, make you feel... More alive, I'd
2: say. Um, personally, I really started by, like, taking small steps.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And
2: I know, like, some people like to work on themselves, like, change their hair, put mm-hmm. their makeup, perfume, make them, I don't know, smell good or whatever. But I personally just took a shower and I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really Honestly, into fashion. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was like, okay, my room is a mess. This day, I'm going to do my t-shirts. Mm-hmm next week Mm -hmm. i'm going to fold my pants Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. the
2: week after i'm going to take out all the dirty plates and bottles out of my room Mm -hmm. so i was really taking like step by step very slowly until the point where i felt like i was ready to get myself out there Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. so
2: i started kind of i started talking about my mental illness to people to my friends Mm -hmm. i think it's really important for people who are like surrounding you to know how you feel good support yeah. systems yeah, yeah. and and so then important. i i would like go out uh, talk to people more mm-hmm. mm, just like get myself out there and mm-hmm. that was kind of my coping mechanism yeah mm-hmm. but another thing that i really want to talk about yeah is taking hot showers
3: <laughs> oh, yeah like a hot shower it's my
2: daily therapy <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes long hot shower in the darkness with a candle and yeah. good music? Oh my mm-hmm. god. Do you know how many times a day I see Yosef and he's like, I'm gonna go take a shower? Yes.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, You do you. Good for you.
2: It's something that works for me. Yeah. And I really think it's important for everyone to find something that makes them feel better and yeah. do that and like give their give themselves a t- like some time in a day mm-hmm. to just do something nice for them. Mm-hmm. like because we all deserve something nice we yeah. all deserve enjoyment at least like 30 minutes a day yeah it's improvement you know, it's li- definitely leading somewhere positive
0: yeah i i agree with you yeah a lot of the way that i like i said like made myself feel better and pulled myself <coughs> up was baby steps honestly and like i think for me it started with the way that i thought because mm. i had this voice yeah. in my head and i can't lie she's still there she's she's still kicking unfortunately but she was she's so mean to me like you know and like at that point in time she was always just yelling and i started like it was after i had been to like i'd seen my, my psychologist my still current psychologist one time i saw her one time and she like it was like an hour-long session i like, just broke down everything and she was like okay well first let's start with your thoughts you know and i that moment i just became so much more mindful of what i was thinking to myself yeah and like so much more like i would think something and immediately i think why would you say that to yourself like mm-hmm. you know don't do that yeah and like it's definitely it's like being choice. mindful of your thinking yeah. and it's a choice don't get me wrong i didn't just like all of a sudden hear the negative thoughts and i was like ha 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 uh-huh. Swiper, no swiping <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> but every time that i thought it i made the choice to say hold on you know mm-hmm. break it down yes you're Ooh. feeling negatively but you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: be easy and like as well therapy i I personally like I did therapy for mm-hmm. once a week for a really long time, and I still do go not as once a week, but I, I try to get in there when I need it mm-hmm. um and like I think support systems is like mm-hmm. crazy important, I think that. Mm-hmm. I also took the time to look around and know that the people that were surrounding me were people, A, I could rely on, Mm -hmm. B, I could trust, and C, Mm -hmm. were going to support me even when it got really, really Mm -hmm. rough. Mm -hmm. You know, and that did wonders. Just knowing that if I fell, someone was there to help me, being kinder to myself. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I'm going to take a shower. Screw what the voice in my head says about what (laughs) I look like. (laughs) You know? I'm going to dress in these clothes because I like them, and I don't (laughs) care what other people have to think. (laughs) You know? And that's such a huge part of what, like, I have to say, like, I always joke about how different I am since I came here.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: But honestly, it's just the amount of growth and the amount of effort that I put in to being kinder to myself. That's just reverberated in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. You know, like being nice to yourself
1: does so much
2: mind-blowing like
1: when you don't when you're not your worst enemy
2: yeah
1: (laughs) life is so much better
2: (laughs) i had a similar experience with voices in my head yeah like i would feel every day you're so worthless you don't deserve happiness you don't deserve love you're only like um bringing negative stuff to people around you you're hurting people around you like Mm -hmm. i just wanted to disappear yeah but -hmm. then when i was taking those baby steps i would say okay the voice in my head, but look, I, I made something. I did something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I'm, I know it's not a lot, but it's something. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's not like I'm completely useless. Yeah, uh, you know, it kind of <laughs> reminds.
1: There's like this quote that I'm thinking of. It's from E. Pray Love, and it's um, you have to choose your thoughts like the clothes in your closet.
0: You know? Period. Yeah, yeah. That's a good and like as well, talking like about that voice in your head, like I think one of the most disturbing things for me was that she sounds exactly like me. Yeah, she is me. Like she, it's yeah. my voice yeah. just yeah. yelling at me in my head. Yeah. You know, and but the words aren't. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. the words are things that I've like internalized from things that I've heard, things that have been that have been said, yeah. Yeah. or like an yeah. idea that I took and snowballed and ran with. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah.
2: Know? yeah. I completely relate. I never <laughs> yeah. about it this way, yeah. but it's really true. it's
0: my voice, but like not my words. you know yeah, because like, yeah. yeah. that's why I think it was like so. It was helpful for me to break it down when I thought those things because. Mm-hmm. Before that, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's my voice, it's me, it's my feelings, it's how I'm talking to myself. And then I, you know, started, like, analyzing, and I was like, why, I don't feel that way, so why would I say that to myself, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I was like, you don't feel that way, so it doesn't matter what that voice wants to say.
1: Also, it's so, cra- it's so crazy, like, the way we treat other people, and the way we treat ourselves, mm-hmm. is nowhere as near as kind as, like, how we
0: talk to other people, you it's
2: know? It's so true. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Like a lot of the time, like, cause we're in a very, you know, high stress situation with do be, you know, Mm-hmm. ib in general guys wow <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode of ib oh my god <laughs> but it's a very stressful environment and yeah. so a lot of the time when you see someone and they're like really stressed or they're wearing themselves down like and you tell them yeah hey, take a break they're like i can't so, you know so i've started telling the people close to me take care of my friend <laughs> you know like be nice to my friend because yeah. like, even if you're not seeing it that way yeah. like you know yeah. seeing it as another person like yeah. seeing it like it's like yeah this is Ruthie's friend you know mm-hmm. like you know be nice to Ruthie's friend yeah <laughs> you know like why would you be like mean to Ruthie's friend and I say that all the time honestly the time. a day I say it like th- three times probably <laughs> and I'll like I'll yell it at you from across the football pitch like you know I'll be like be nice to my friend because mm-hmm. it's I think to a certain extent it's easier to give that kind of compassion to, to, someone, else. to someone else yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's unfortunate honestly yeah. like I wish that everybody could afford the kind of kindness that we afford other people yeah because yeah it's so important to be nice to yourself. Yeah. Like, that's your day one. That's your, like, from the jump. You're stuck <laughs> with yourself forever. <laughs> yeah, you wake up with yourself. You go to bed with yourself. You mm-hmm. eat with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, might as well be friends, <laughs> you know? Might as well get along. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that that kind of, like, compassion that we offer other people, it's so... And also what help like, the reason that I do that is because it helps me, you know? Thinking, mm-hmm. like, I can't do this. I'm going to hurt Noemi and Yosef's friend, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't it helps, it really does, because Mm -hmm. you start seeing it as, you start seeing yourself in this state as another person who is loved, Uh and who has all of these things around them, Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay, I'll have that meal, Mm -hmm. okay yeah, I'll I'll take that shower, you Mm -hmm. know and it's do what you need to do to cope, honestly, I think that like, it's so important to do little things that help you cope, but also don't forget that you don't have to be someone, something to be of value,
3: you know you
0: existing, killing it (laughs) yeah. I <laughs> round you have value
1: balls. because you're alive.
0: Yep. Period, Period. <laughs> 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 And if what helps you incorporate that idea into your daily life is starting with Noemi and Yosef's friend, you do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. B- baby steps, like Yosef's yeah. said like and everything.
2: Even, even if you need someone to talk to, yeah. to talk to like I'm sure you can reach out to
0: us. Yes, a hundred percent. Of course, yeah. 100%. our Instagram, ready or not, at ready or not underscore podcast underscore is the main one. But all of our accounts are tagged on it. Um, yeah, there's a meet the host post. There is a meet the guest post. If you mm-hmm. want to look for Josip's, I will honestly. I don't mind putting my Instagram in the resource bag for this episode. I don't mind either. Yeah, yeah. Please, like, and sometimes it helps talking to just a stranger
1: yeah
3: it helps yeah,
0: i did that i get that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just you get online and you find people and like it's so much easier because they're detached i guess right yeah, yeah. like they it's don't easier know when anybody. you don't see them every day you yeah know? Mm-hmm. yeah and if that's what you need to do you do that and it doesn't have to be us it could be anyone like you know like any safe place that you feel like you could reach out to yeah don't feel ashamed everybody feels everyone down. struggles everyone struggles and it's you're not less value because you struggle more or less than other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's actually a good point. The guilt of like being depressed, you know, having depression, having anxiety, oh, yeah. because I have had people tell me like, why are you depressed? People have it so much worse than you. Yeah. And it trips <laughs> you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it trips you out. Cause like you start thinking and you're like, why, like, what right do I have? You know, there are people who are mm-hmm. having such worse lives than me, you know? And, you know, you start invalidating your feelings, and then you start hating yourself and mm-hmm. feeling the feelings mm-hmm. you're feeling, and it just puts you deeper in that yeah, hole. Yeah, but I think it's...
2: supposed to feed the
0: it's, yeah. just,
1: <laughs> it's just realizing that everyone's struggle is valid, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, undermining it isn't going to do anything for anyone, you know? Like I said before. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with others, you know? Give people room give people space to know you know like just be comfortable be safe you know yeah
0: yeah i think yeah uh, honestly it's just it's a really good point to just thank you (laughs) (laughs) this this episode is a real thinker this is the most thoughts i've had to have consecutively (laughs) in two years now maybe (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, so, segueing not as smoothly as we have previously, um, but, I, how do you guys feel about being mentally ill? Because, like, I know some people are, I, I, I'm comfortable with it, like, you know, but I know some people are like, yeah, I love being mentally ill, it makes me so funny, it's character development, or, like, some people are like, Mm -hmm. I hate being the way I am, I don't want to tell anybody, and, like, obviously, whatever you feel is completely valid, Mm -hmm. but, like, how do you, thoughts? It's so confusing. (laughs) Like,
1: Okay, I don't want to say I'm lucky enough, but I am lucky enough to have a community with, around me who shares similar struggles, mm-hmm. and you know. Like, I have had several friends who have been depressed, and I know, like, their experience, and that's what made it so easy for me to, like, come to terms with that, with my own depression, you know. Um, but also, okay, I'd like to describe it as a perfect storm, because the way that, it's just like such a vicious cycle, and it continuously starts eating and eating at mm-hmm. like every aspect of your life.
0: Yes, positive feedback loop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, yeah. Like. You don't have any energy, so you don't have any energy to eat, so you don't have any energy because you didn't eat, then you don't have any energy to take a shower. So all you do is basically just lie there mm-hmm. like a lifeless,
0: exist. yeah, <laughs> yeah you just, exist. just yeah. yeah, and even that's exhausting. I felt yeah. like a plant, yeah,
2: <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm a plant, I just like breathe and photosynthesize. <laughs> I'm like, what's the point? No, yeah, that's so valid. I used yeah. to, i call
0: myself a rock in one of my like, there, I used to like as a way of coping, like, text myself. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a journal thing. And mm-hmm. I, I did. I called myself a rock. I was like, I just, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I exist. And yeah, sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, that's a cool rock. But <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: still just a rock. Yeah. To come back to the question. Yeah. I would say that at the beginning, I was really, like, struggling to accept it and, like, mm-hmm. to talk about it. And yeah. I didn't want to feel that way mm-hmm. because also, like, because of the society around me. Mm-hmm. and. Like the lack of my knowledge, that I didn't really understand that it was okay to feel the, the way I feel like. Uh, but like with with education, with education <laughs> and with time, like um, mm-hmm. I realized that it's okay to feel like that. that yeah. It's yeah. important and it's necessary to talk about it to to break the stigma. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what I started doing. And basically, I would say that, like there is a positive correlation between mm-hmm. accepting um Your mental illness, talking about it, and feeling better. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Because when you keep it inside of you, mm-hmm. it just keeps burning. eats away yeah. at who you are. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I will come back to this, but I wanted to take this moment just say like, I am proud of how far you've come because like yeah. you talk about that idea of like you didn't even want to talk about it, and here you are on oh, a podcast, yeah. on an episode yeah. dedicated to mental health. You know, like yeah. look back and be proud of yourself. You're oh, killing
2: thank it. You. <laughs> Um, i'm blushing now
0: (laughs) (laughs) no coming back to what you were saying (laughs) um yeah like keeping it inside of you it's like um this is a very biology kid thing to say and i'm sorry to all the the math physics kids out there (laughs) Um, but it's like um urea right it's in your urine and it's <laughs> toxic for you, if you. Listen, listen, I have a point. No, it's a good point. <laughs> I get it. Give me a second. No, I get it.
1: I get it. Urea
0: is toxic for you, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's in your urine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you have to expel it. You mm-hmm. have to, have to, have to. Mm-hmm. But when you hold in that pee, you know, when you hold in that urea, you hold in all that toxicity, mm-hmm. it screws with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it screws with your entire body. Yeah. And it messes up the way your cells think. And it's, the same way, like with this kind of situation, which is why I brought it up, which is my point. Not <laughs> 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 just when you kind of keep it in and it snowballs, it eats away at everything, you yeah. know? Because, like, as well, you're like, I always pictured it so vividly. In, like, it was my skull, the inside of my skull, and the way that my thoughts bounced off the walls. Mm-hmm. And they just got louder Every time they bounced off yeah. and
1: louder and faster Yes and Louder like, and faster yeah. Until
0: your brain is just buzzing With all of these yeah. Negative thoughts yeah, 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 And you're yeah. just like Shut yeah. up for five <laughs> seconds Yeah Let me breathe Please
2: <laughs> This is really true Yeah
0: Cause it It's Like a fairly common Like I think that Like you talked about Having a community of people Who understand And it's like People always joke about How like mentally ill people Find each other Like you know like you. <laughs> it's you, so true Yeah it's You so make friends and, and then one day You're Look like at What Yeah <laughs> We became friends and then we were like, You're medicated, I'm medicated. You're medicated <laughs> Yeah. How many milligrams do we take? I think fifty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like you there was a period of time where Noemi and I would take our meds at the same time during summer, as in like I'd send her a picture yeah, of my pill in my yeah. hand and she'd send one back <laughs>
1: Remember to take your meds. <laughs> yeah.
0: And like it it's so like like being in a room like this where I'm in a room with people who understand it the feels struggles so safe. it feels so safe yeah mm-hmm. like i like talking about the fact that i sometimes haven't done laundry in weeks that i don't shower for days Same. usually it gets a little <laughs> embarrassing yeah. you know yeah. but being in a room with people who get it and mm-hmm. that you feel safe to say that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it is so important
1: here's a question though Quest.
0: what happens
1: when we're all depressed (laughs) and we're all just like reciprocating each other's feelings
0: yeah oh my god I think I was telling I was telling you about this at lunch the other day um I read this I really don't remember where I read it guys I'm really sorry I put it in the resource bank um and fact check me because again I just read it but (laughs) um it's about how People with anxiety, um, this is specifically about anxiety, when they're in the same friend group and one of them gets really bad anxiety, it tends to echo in the whole friend group because of, like, subconscious cues, like, little things that you pick up, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I know you guys well enough that I'll know if you guys are feeling a bit anxious, you know, and... Mm -hmm for anxious people like you know myself if i see that somebody that i love is anxious i'm getting anxious Mm -hmm. and then the other person in the friend group is like they're both anxious i should be anxious (laughs) and then everybody's anxious because everybody's anxious we're all just feeling each other's anxious energy and it just keeps like building up you know Mm -hmm. and like that's a point and it's a very valid one you know Mm -hmm. like when you are in a group of people where you're all struggling and then you're all in that struggle how what do you do You know because when you're in that struggle together (laughs) (laughs) no but unironically that's kind of my point Mm, (laughs) you know
2: and personally i think like that i'm very enthusiastic person yeah like i really all of us kind of have like goals for ourselves yes and it's a fact that uh, like with enthusiasm Anxiety comes like automatically.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
2: So I think it's really important to have th- those people, and when, when we all struggle together, and we, when we are all ex- anxious in the same friend group, it's mm-hmm. important for like to, to say those people like you are going to make it. Like yes. it's going to be okay. Uh huh. And it's important to hear that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. But like that's like Normie made that joke about like you know struggle together, but it's kind of the point. Like you yeah. know, like I like right now you know our our friend group you know like we're all Mm -hmm. we all share those kind of struggles and like one time me and yasna i've mentioned on episode four, but she's a great friend of ours we were just like hanging out and we just started talking about how we were both just feeling so down and it kind of ended up with us both being like you know what we're sticking this out together because if i'm here you're here (laughs) you know if i'm gonna be around you're gonna stay around
2: (laughs) I had exactly the same situation yeah. here last night. Yeah. We were like, oh, we are both so like anxious yeah. and so uh, overwhelmed, but we need to be productive. Yeah. So we got each other. Yeah. We made the environment comfortable for us. Took mm-hmm. our computers and worked on the exactly same assignment, and we didn't stop until we finished. And it didn't yeah. even feel like a struggle. It didn't really feel like something we had to do. It mm-hmm. just felt like okay, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's and working.
0: I think it also comes back to that idea of, like, it's easier to be nicer to a friend, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Because when you see a friend going through the exact same thing you're going through, you know, feeling these things that you're feeling, and you're telling them, yeah, be nicer to yourself, then you're like, I or should you, be, nicer why why I <laughs> be nicer to you. Why am I not being nicer Yeah. <laughs> and then also that idea of, like, holding each other accountable for being nicer to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, that, like, obviously, sometimes being in that space with everybody, it, it's draining because yeah. i think with the same idea of anxiety yeah. depression is like that when you're around yeah. people who are always just down and always feeling awful and that's not saying you know don't be friends with people with mental illness there's yeah. there's more to people with depression than just the depressive episodes um yeah. but like it's it's hard mm-hmm. you know because you're in that place and you're seeing people you love in that place
1: mm-hmm. and you're in that place and too. yeah exactly and i think yeah because like i've had that experience a lot of m- Mm, a lot of my teenage life you know um and I think the most important thing is like getting like a little bit of headspace you know like a little not like distance yourself fully but just like take time for yourself and understand that
0: this song is perfect I yeah. know yeah. <laughs> really, I, <laughs> I hope you guys can hear the piano in the other room <laughs> uh, yeah sorry you're saying um
1: Getting some headspace, you know, because, like, that energy can be draining, mm-hmm. but it, it is, you owe it to yourself, and you owe it to the other person, you know, because you love them, and you love yourself, or you should, yeah. at least, <laughs> <laughs> um, to, like, at least not, I wouldn't say be affected by it, because, like, you can't help it, but at least, like, be aware that what you're feeling is not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, that's that's so important. I will Like, I was in one of probably the darkest period of my life in February. Like, I did not see a point to any of it. I I genuinely wanted to die. And, like, I say, like, I I used to cut. Like, it was so long ago. But I was cutting then. You know, I was cutting in in February of this year. And, like, it was so hard, you know, to just, like, be like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like, I isolated and I that's what I do when I get like that you know Mm -hmm. I isolate I get Mm -hmm. really self-destructive like I do Mm -hmm. things that I shouldn't be doing like you know just because I didn't see a point anymore you know and you're in that dark place and when you're alone in that dark place it's terrifying it's just like just you and it just confirms
1: all that you're thinking
0: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and like in my case which is why I brought it up like I got I pushed people away I was self-destructive I was mean to the people who I love and was just my own way of...
1: Leave me alone. I want to be alone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's... I think if I had had better tools and a better way to communicate that whole, I just need a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. give me like five seconds to breathe and catch my breath. Mm -hmm. Then I think that having those tools and being able to have those conversations, it would have changed things. I'm not saying I wouldn't have been that dark or I wouldn't have been that depressed, but it would have definitely given me more tools to handle it and also this comes back to your earlier question about what we do to feel better because i forgot about this but this is what i did at that period or getting out of that period i took pictures of anything that made me smile Anything Mm -hmm. that gave me even an ounce of serotonin, I would take pictures. I would take pictures of my friends when they were walking. Like, I have a picture of Noemi in the supermarket, like, her hands filled with, like, (laughs) like crisps and, like, gummies and stuff. Like, if I thought the stars looked pretty, I I would put my phone up and I'd take a picture. If I thought Mm -hmm. that tree looked really nice, I'd take a picture of it. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of, like, have this album of things that make you want to be here. Uh This album of things that, like show hey maybe life isn't too bad yeah maybe there's meaning to this life thing yeah. and like wow. i took that a step further and i also started a, like on my phone notes app i have like a reasons to stay alive list and it's just all of the things that i think are amazing in the world all of the things that i want to see in the world It's stuff like i want to read all these amazing new books i want to see like mm-hmm. one of them verbatim is you have to see where the mcu is going <laughs> and, you know like and that, even small things like that like that you know the way that like stuff like Wakanda Forever or like um, the new Cap's Captain America Four, New World Order. That is keeping me going until twenty twenty five, and that like I need to see where it goes. I need to know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just one of those like little things like that to make you happy are yeah. so important. Yeah. yeah, but that segued off from the topic a bit. But
1: <laughs> no, I'd like to it's add beautiful. on that actually. Yeah, um, journaling. Mm. Journaling. Has been my rock through a lot of hard times. And it's so useful to just like put your words out there. And then like reading back at it, like now when I, I'm in a better headspace, it's like, wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. That hindsight.
1: That hindsight. Hindsight is, does so much. Mm-hmm. And th- it gives you so much compassion for yourself, honestly. Like now, whenever I get depressed, I'm like in like, a week from now I'll be like hey it's fine you know yeah yeah.
2: I never did journaling like that or like taking pictures or happy moments <laughs> like it, it, it is a good it is a good technique yeah but it's not something I did yeah what I did is kind which is of, fine everybody yeah, handles exactly. things differently. everyone has different coping mechanisms mm-hmm.
0: different things at work
2: what I did is like I found the things that I enjoy doing and yeah. I, I found uh, I found things that I want to do and like kind of the change that I want to make, yeah. mm-hmm. so I focused, like on environment and like social justice for min- minorities, and mm-hmm. I realized that like I ca- I kind of got it in my head like okay this is m- purpose of my existence, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. I want to make at least one be pe- one person feel better.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I want to feel people more included. I want to um, change the environment to to better. Uh, I want to fight against climate change. I know I mm-hmm. want to become. Uh, vegetarian Mm -hmm. and those are the things that i started doing personally Mm -hmm. and i think that those things and kind of like enthusiasm to see those changes yeah Mm -hmm. is what keeps me going yeah yeah
1: like finding a reason to stay Mm -hmm.
0: and i have to say like i wish you guys could see like he was telling us just now when he was talking his entire face was a glow Mm -hmm. he was just beaming (laughs) the whole time he was talking he was so happy about it (laughs) and it's so and i honestly i do see and i relate to that so heavily because like I want to teach kindergarten, right? And it see it seems really dumb. Yeah, it see whenever I tell people I want to be a kindergarten teacher specifically, they're like, "Oh, that's so cute!" Like you know, <laughs> but like for me, I like you said, like it's something that I wanted to do because of me. Like I want to look at a room full of tiny kids who are looking up at me and show them and teach them compassion and kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I want to show them that the world isn't that bad of a place. You know, I want to be the person who instills those values in them when they're still so. Little and they need to malleable. be protected. Yeah, and valuable. <laughs> I, I made the joke that I wanted to get to the assholes before they became assholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah it's such a formative time, and like mm-hmm. also journaling is like mm-hmm. Noemi bought me my first journal for my birthday this year. yeah, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and I started like writing, and at the beginning, I was like, this is ridiculous. this is not gonna help, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but then you kind of just start going and like looking back on it, mm-hmm. I think is one of. A crazy, crazy thing. You
1: see your growth mm-hmm. so much
0: better than you would. Yes. <gasps> yeah. That's such a good point. yeah mm-hmm. you really see. You. It's like a visual. Of yeah, it really like, is. Like seeing yeah. the way you talked about it, and then seeing the way you're talking about it in like a recent entry. Mm-hmm. It's. Mm-hmm. It's just like um. Uh, oh God, I forgot it in English. Say so it. Yosi. Black. Black and white. <laughs> 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 Wow, every single time we record, I can't have like good thoughts. I can't. I can (laughs) never prove I'm intelligent. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's like exactly, but yeah, it's like black and white, Mm -hmm. night and day is what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. But like, it's so different. Yeah, and you yeah you see how far you've come and it just for me it's it's really inspirational
1: actually. Yeah,
0: Uh, yeah, we have a guest who opened the door <laughs> close the door again that might mean it's time to start wrapping up <laughs> might be a little hint um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about
1: Um, I think just like keeping out hope
0: yes because mm-hmm.
1: like when it's when you're in your darkest depths it's so hard to remember that there are people who genuinely care for you there are things to live for their experiences mm-hmm. that are worth living for you know and honestly all I can say is like set yourself if you are feeling like in that dark spot mm-hmm. s- give yourself reminders you know s- yeah. put sticky notes on around your room yeah I, I know I did that and that helped me massively just like little reminders that you're not alone you know there are people out there yeah. there are like even seeing my dogs every morning gives me so much joy yeah know? just like anything that will make you feel the tiniest bit, bit better is worth doing
3: yeah, yeah. I, think I couldn't
2: agree more. I, cou- I couldn't agree more with that yeah. Yeah. yeah but something i would like to add mm-hmm. it is also like give yourself time Yes. yes it's really important to give yourself time
0: yeah even healing is something yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah
2: healing takes so much time and even if you don't see that there are people who love you that there are people who want you to stay that there are people who want to be with you at the moment give yourself some time yeah like after a few days or weeks or yeah. months you might be ready to exactly. see that and, yeah. L- yeah.
0: and it if you're out there saying, no, nobody, nobody loves me, nobody wants me to stay alive, screw you, I do. <laughs> you, you found three people who want you to stick around, Exactly. son of a bitch, you're staying here. You're <laughs> not letting you go. Exactly, you're not allowed to go. And I used to hear that, like, you know, being online and being on forums. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to think, oh, that's so cliche, like, they don't know. But then I, you know, hindsight, and I, mm-hmm. like... I feel that kind of love for everybody who's feeling that way. Yeah, you know, I want yeah. you to stick around. I yeah. want you to see that there is good in life. I want you to sit, wake up, and not be like, ugh. You know, I want you to wake mm-hmm. up and be like, huh, what am I gonna do today? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I gonna wear? You know, like, oh, I have this and this and this to do, and not be mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go. I want to stay in bed. Yeah. You know, yeah. and of course, like Joseph said, give yourself time, feel your emotions. I said it earlier. If what you need is a day to stay in bed, do, do that. that. Yeah. And like, it's kind of that big idea of do what you need. You know, mm-hmm. do what's gonna help you feel better, because. Mm-hmm. It's only, not the same thing for yeah, everyone, you only know? Only you can know. Exactly. You know, like, Joseph takes his hot showers. Like, I will listen to music in, like, put my earpods in noise cancelling, listen to music and play solitaire for hours. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, nobody else exists. <laughs> and, and, like, after a while, I think, and I'm like, okay, hey, we're doing all right, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just, it comes in so many different forms, you know? If you need to break things, if you need to... Sob until your throat goes dry, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Do it because mm-hmm. you're doing you,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know. Yeah.
0: Take yeah. care of yourself, really?
1: take care yes. of our friend,
0: listen to our li- take care of our listener. <laughs> yeah, listen to our listener. <laughs> um, our guest came back. <laughs> uh, yes,
1: I'd say that's about
0: it. Yeah, yeah honestly, and Would also just to um, oh, I had a point, son of a gun. Where'd it go? Take your time. (laughs) I know, but you're both quiet, and it feels like you're waiting. That's anxiety. (laughs) Oh, yes. Thank you. Uh, We can only talk about our experiences and what we felt. Mm -hmm. And we are not saying that depression and anxiety is the only mental illnesses out there. Mm -hmm. We know that there's so much that we haven't even begun to tap into. Mm -hmm. But that's also why stuff like this and talking about it in this podcast episode is so important mm-hmm. because you know you're destigmatize it t- get the tools to talk yeah. about it you know find your community get comfortable because you're stuck with you you know yeah. you are yeah. And at the very least you could be friends might as well <laughs> might as well um so now's about the time where i scramble to pull up our NQ um because every time it takes me at least 10 seconds <laughs> and i open the wrong document <laughs> Okay, here we go. Uh, We're all gonna cue it up and we're gonna say it and it's gonna be super cute. Uh, Very sign off. Yeah. (laughs) Ready? Yes. Okay. And be kind, think think wisely, and always be willing willing to listen. listen.
1: Thank you. We love you.
0: You're know, like High School Musical. We say this every episode, but it's so true. Dopey. <laughs> yeah, do no, that's not do it. Backwards. Mi so la Honey, you just said them in an order.
2: <laughs> you just, do re mi so la yes.
0: Oh, I used to, have to do that when I did vocal <laughs>
2: lessons. Yeah. I, you know, I used to play like French horn and drums and flute. I used to be part of a group of fire. Damn, yeah. That's so impressive.
0: I can kind of see that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Yeah, fair. <laughs> anyway, here we go.